0: I tell you to sit y'all's asses down on the couch.
1: And and what's so wild is you care about shit like that, but you wear ugly ass shit like that. I, I need
2: cross some Cross your shoes. feet so everybody need, can see it. Cross your feet. My my legs. Cross your
1: yeah, yeah, cross your little short ass legs. Now cross them. <laughs> look at that <laughs> shit, bro. What are those? Uh, Givenchy. Yeah. Givenchy. Man, he just bought them because they say Givenchy. He was like, "Them the Givenchies."
0: They look expensive.
1: Givenchy. I like How do you pronounce it? I like How do you pronounce it? Thanks. These cool too. Black and webers. Those yep. are dope. Those are dope as hell. That's a brand you've been Tell yeah, me, yeah, bro. yeah. I got a pair. They're dope. They're dope. Black owned. You know what I'm saying? All love. Mm-hmm. All shout out to Chris. All love. He's dope as hell. Um, Thanks, Chris. But your shit, bro, I would never. You just bought them because of the name. You didn't buy them because they fly. Cause they, you can't tell me that
2: shit fly. Well, what did Hill Figure say about black people? Right yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey. Wow, shit. Right? Hey, I thought about that when I put this on. I was like, this motherfucker don't even like yeah. niggas. <laughs> I'm saying, but fuck it. I'm not walking out that. I, I thought about it. I need to get more. I need to care more. Not, not wear brands that don't like black people. You know what I'm saying? I ain't wearing it's this It's a no lot more. of brands, bro. Y'all never going to see me Fox. wearing this again. I'm throwing this away. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I appreciate yeah, right. that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Is it's not it? going to give me something, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Wrap okay. that. Is it bro. raining? Huh? Nah, nah. But it was cool. It was cool outside. Mm-hmm. It was cool. You know? It was cool. Listen, bro. Since you want to go in on me, let's talk about you.
0: All right. Let's do it.
1: You got finger waves. <laughs> I ain't seen finger waves since the late 80s. And you then seen, did, and then, you you know, then on top of having waves, finger by waves, you
0: dyed your hair. I did. I did. I need to spice it up a little bit. But this ain't finger waves though, don't they do that. It look like finger stop, waves. Stop doing that to me right now. These are like genuine curls, remember genuine? Yeah, yeah, I know genuine. Yeah, genuine, yeah. genuine yeah. curls right here. Yeah, that was a crazy viral video that mm-hmm. he had with him mm-hmm. dancing, right. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, it was getting. It's, it's,
1: well, It's crazy, it was crazy and corny, cause he old now. If he was young and it was back in the days, it would be dope. He's doing the same shit he was doing back then, it's just that he old. And he wants to be see a whole motherfucker yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Three Black Guys on the Couch. Where three black guys give you their opinions on pretty much everything. Again, it is just our opinion. We don't want you to take it as law. You know, that's not. It's not. That's not. You know, that's not needed. I'm O'Neal. I'm Renee. I'm Gary. Three black guys on the couch. Please like and subscribe and subscribe. let me say that, bro. All
0: right, it's your world. Please like
1: and subscribe. (laughs) It's your world. No, no, since you want to talk, go ahead and
0: talk. I mean, I'm in the middle, so I feel like, All right. you know. This is a big responsibility. It is. All right, well, go ahead and leave. Yes, I'm on the spot. Don't talk. Spot. No, 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 this is you. This is your thing. You go. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. still tripping about you not
1: knowing
2: about code switching.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, I've never heard that before. I have to look that up. Stop lying, bro. I swear. Stop. you have never heard code switching. He I knows swear. the meaning of it. I didn't know that there was a term for it, but yeah. I guess there is a term for it. What is code switching? Code switching is when, I'll just say blatantly, um, say if a black person in a white environment starts to switch up the way that he talks because he's yeah. in a white environment. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, crossover like AI. Yeah, yeah.
1: like uh, Dave Chappelle called a job interview voice or whatever. We all do it. Mm-hmm. You've never done it?
0: I've done it. All right. Yeah. When uh, I've done it for job interviews, I do it on both sides. To be honest with you, I do it a lot. Yeah, where yeah, even at yeah. times when um, I go to a job interview or if I'm you know meeting with um, in a white group, you know, yeah. hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. You know? And then if I'm with the brothers, then, you know, we got to switch it up one time. How you switch you it up? What'd you say? what you say? Would you say? How would you say? You, you you know, my know, man's like, in them, you know? That's what I'm talking about. It's like you're trying
1: too
0: hard. <laughs> my man's in them. You ain't got to do all that, bro. You ain't really got to do all that. You just be like, what up? What up? Oh, that's man.
1: it. See how I did that? Look, watch me. Pay okay, attention to me. I was a little, gre- was a little aggressive. Okay. Watch, watch out. I'm going to see G. Mm hmm. What up, man? What's going on? That's it. That's it. You ain't gonna break my man's in them. That's a lot. I'm like, yo, why are you coming with all this energy right now? It's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to be convincing. But that's you know? that's the problem. When you try to force it and try to be convincing, then you're the exact opposite. Well, here's of the thing that. though.
0: All right, so I was raised with um a white dad, black mom. Okay, right? All right. My mom, she speaks very well. Yeah. Very, like, very well and my dad is white and he just kind of spoke he's actually from nebraska okay. so he had a little you know midwestern little country south whatever yeah, yeah all yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway um i didn't grow up with a whole lot of slang okay. you know what i'm saying where'd did you grow up uh, i grew up in venice okay. like west LA, venice area yeah. but i didn't grow up with a whole lot of slang you know um so i didn't have that around the house you know i just kind of grew up you know where'd you son? learn would you learn slang
1: um rap you know, TV,
0: bbt <laughs> B- bt late night they let you watch that shit uh i mean they were asleep I was oh, okay so up. you snuck and turn the tv you on. know that's what happens when you you know you get your
1: own tv in your room i mean I've, i we've all i've done it i've caught myself doing it i've reprimanded myself for it but i i find myself saying hey guys or dude or bro come on man <laughs> sure, sure and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you know, and, but then I catch myself, i go to the bathroom, i excuse myself, go to the bathroom, i nigga it up a little bit, like, nigga, what the fuck, nigga, you, you know who the fuck you is, go back out there, and I go back out there to the dinner table, to the the, the meeting, wherever it is, and I'm back to me, like, what's up, no, no, it's, it's, it's whatever, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever.
0: There's I feel there. like you're in many different environments where you do have to switch it up a lot.
1: This is true, you made a good point, because you said you feel like the young environment, the young uh, generation doesn't need to code switch. I, I agree with you. I don't feel like the young people, the people that I know that are in their twenties, they don't code switch. They all speak the same, same language now, which is just so wild to me.
2: It just depends on who they are, what they're doing. Yeah, right. Like, so when I was younger, I used to code switch a lot more often. Yeah, right. I mean, whether it was you know talking to my boys in the dorm versus going to class and being around all these people. Yeah, and you say went something. to Harvard. I mean, I know so there's, a, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of it that goes on. Yeah, um, but now not so much. Nah, no, just you. So yeah, that's what it is. <clears throat> Has anybody like, ever
1: said anything to you? Like, Gary, wow, you're, you're different.
2: Mm, nothing that sticks out, but I'm, but I'm sure that's the case. And if they didn't yeah. say it, they definitely thought it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've had those moments where I'm like, oh, for sure, man. You know? And, and you I know, catch myself. You know, myself.
1: what's interesting is, you know, my, um, my white friends out here, when I first moved out here, you know, I'd hang out with them, and they would be cracking jokes because, I mean, considering what they um, have grown up around, and what they relate to, they put me in the same category as their black friends from L.A., right? And they were like, O'Neal's one of the whitest black guys I know. And I'm thinking to myself, like, nigga, motherfucker, I'm from Detroit for the projects. <laughs> Y'all don't even know what I have.
2: Mm-hmm. I've definitely got that before. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got that before, right? I think we and all got that. We
1: all get that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be laughing. I've never tried to justify it. Like, Yo, I'm from New York, But I'm thinking to myself, like, man, if they knew me when I was 15, 16, you know? Obviously, you know, we're older, and so we co-switch to a certain degree. And also, you know, you leave the street, the hood behind, you ain't trying to, you know, you ain't trying to bring it with you. But I always find it hilarious when they're like, oh, man, he's the whitest black guy. It just I know means they this. feel safe. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, it just means, it just they, means feel they feel safe. safe. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. Even like, I remember when I would do um, phone call interviews. Yeah. Right, and I'd, I'd put it on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hey, Jeffrey, how's it going? So honored to be here right now. And with my name... <laughs> To like they, mm-hmm. they already assume something. So yeah. when I actually show up in person, I would see oh oh you're an A, yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a completely different energy.
1: That's wild, know? man. Now now I mean you know um, I'm more comfortable in my own skin than I've ever been. Like you know I don't cold switch on no levels. Sometimes I probably do the opposite. I go too far. You know what I'm saying? Like today we were in the coffee shop. Okay, we we in Blue Bottle and. Um, you know, we, we get in our coffee and Renee comes out of the bathroom. We you know I'm being silly. I'm joking with him. I'm like, hey, man, you wash your hands? A whole bunch of white people in there, prude white people. And Renee was like, yeah, nigga, you know how I do all day, nigga. And <laughs> I'm did, like, I did do that. I was on purpose. Yeah. And the white dude looked at me like, <laughs> <laughs> like didn't feel oh, safe. Boy. Right. Yeah. He wanted to just shock him a little bit. <laughs> and um, I'm man. like, maybe you went a little too far. But yeah, sometimes I do that too. Sometimes I'm like, man, I'm going to show you, not only am I black, but I'm going to be super black. I'm going to blackity black it up.
0: And I go a little really? too
1: far, and I'm like, man, maybe I, shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have done that because now I, I got them feeling some type of way. But I'm, <laughs> just be you
0: yourself, man. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question Do you do that if you get into any, uh, anything with the cops? You know what? I'm going to
1: be honest with you. And this is going to sound really wild to any person black that's listening to this. I have never, ever had a band run in with the police. Hmm. Never. I remember I got pulled over by some white police officers, and I, I didn't do I didn't do the yeah, high officer. I didn't do none of that. I was myself. I was like, "What's up, man? Come on, man. Come on, man." He was he was like your tags are expired because that's what you know what I'm saying most of the time I most of the time we
0: I've been there <laughs>
1: most of the time I, I yep. if you black and you never got pulled over for your tags being expired you need to you need to do some reevaluation mm-hmm. at least once you need to experience it if you've never experienced it purposely not pay your registration no. and get pulled purposely. over purposely okay then not worth it. the risk you no know. but um I was real with him I wasn't belligerent you know or flipping and like that but i was like come on man he's like Your your tag expired i'll tell you what i'll uh follow you to your home just park the car and he was cool it was wow it was cool i never it's great him.
2: i mean there are good people out there yeah
1: i mean there's some decent police
2: i guess you know yeah mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that there's not there's decent everything there's bad everything so why have you have you dealt with that have uh, you have to code
2: switch for the police i, I was taught to cold switch for police so you've done it before oh for sure yeah for sure yeah. um you know, don't drive with a hoodie on. Before we even get to interacting with the police, don't drive with a hoodie on. Ah. Uh, uh, don't lean your seat back. Have it. Have your hands at at ten and whatever. Ten yeah, and two. Ten you know? and two. Yeah. And so, yes, but I, I've been in situations where, uh, where I've gotten pulled over, and I certainly had to had to code switch. But also, I've been in a situation where I've been frustrated, and thank God nothing happened. But I was very frustrated. and I didn't. Yeah. And, um, you know. The risk-reward is not in my favor on, on it's that. Not, parent, it's not. It's not at all. Or anybody's, for that matter. It's
1: not. It's funny because, um, you know, we, we, we live in this time where we have just accepted what, how things are. We've accepted the fact that our parents have these conversations with us. Mm-hmm. We've accepted the fact that we, with our kids, we tell them, don't take your hoodie off. Da-da. You know, every now and then, I lay in bed and I wonder, what is it like for my white counterparts? Like, you never had to worry about that. When the police behind you you never get nervous you never have to tell your kids take your hoodie off you never have to you never have to do nothing like nothing do you ever look at me as a black person and look to the right and say damn this motherfucker running this race with bricks on his back and i got a head start i wonder what it would have been like if we started the race together you know what i'm saying or or are they like are they like Man, it is what it is. <laughs> Listen, man, it is what it is, man. I'm sorry. I, I feel sorry for you, man. But uh, yeah, because if the shoe was on the other foot, and I've really given this thought, if the shoe was on the other foot and we're of different races and your race is oppressed but mine wasn't, yeah, my heart probably would reach out to you and I'd be like, man, I just fucked up. that mm-hmm. You know, y'all getting shot down and the redlining and you got to warn your kids and you don't get as much job opportunity as we get. That's fucked up and I really feel for you. And at the time, I probably would feel the same way. You ain't mm-hmm. up your house. Huh? You're not giving up your house. But I ain't giving up my house. <laughs> I ain't giving up half my wealth. Yeah. The, the only thing I can give you is my sympathy, my deepest sympathies. Hell, I'll even stick a Black Lives Matter flag in my lawn or, you know, I'll march briefly and then go to Erwan and get something. But that's as much as I can give you. And sometimes right. I have a I question. Think, yeah.
0: Um. Okay, with dating, say... You know, when you'd go on dates and stuff like that. God, I mean, John, I'm going to do, de- hey, yeah, yeah. do it. You know where you get. Into. Would you code switch <laughs> if you're dating a white girl or any other race?
1: I wouldn't know nothing about that. I don't date white girls. Okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. To For my sisters. It's worth, I've never. To my
2: beautiful black sisters. <laughs> to my chocolate sisters. <laughs> 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 Bro, on a date, in the past, I've never code switched. Really? Never. No. no. Mm. no, no. <clears throat> I mean.
0: Not even meeting the family. Yeah.
1: They, well, he don't, no. fam- he don't meet the family. He don't meet the family. They don't
2: bring him home. <laughs> <laughs> did he, he say that?
1: Last That's time? crazy.
2: But <laughs> even even so, no.
1: Really? Nah. You know what? This is gonna sound really bad, and God, I hope I don't get canceled for this. I shouldn't even have to say. Not to say they all
2: like me. Yeah, exactly.
1: So
0: there you go. But still, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that. Hey, I just want to preface it with this. Wow. Don't cancel me for saying this. I just want to speak my mind. We're just having discord. Okay. We're just talking. That's the only way we get it. We get uh, ahead. Now that I've said that, I don't think. They get if they're if some white girl is fucking with him, I don't think she fucking with him for him to act like the normal white dude she used to fuck with. She fucking with him because she's intrigued by the fact that he like, shit, man, fuck that. It got me fucked up. Mm. Or you say I do that. She's intrigued that by I his that, blackdom.
0: But, <laughs> mm, I don't I don't agree with that. And here's why. I, I feel this. I feel I I hear this. I feel <laughs> that. When it comes to someone that maybe is able to code switch, because I don't think everybody is able to code switch. Okay. Um, and I hate to say this, but no, apparently we not. can be no, 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 <laughs> nigga, you saying we it. could be a safe choice in in dating the other race? Does that make sense? No, like, say, I don't understand what you're you. You don't what understand mean? what I'm saying? No, 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 no. What do you mean? Okay, let no, me run, no, it run it back. Run it back. So from the way that we may talk or the way that we dress and the way. Black, that we black articulate, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, instead of someone that isn't able to code switch, that's always like, my nigga, what's up? And like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Everywhere. Um, he's
2: saying there are segments of, even within our community, like some of us are not able to code switch.
0: Absolutely. Right? Okay, okay. Absolutely. And right. that someone that is able to code switch, we would be the safer choice. Does that make sense? You bring home.
1: You know, I've never looked at it that way. I've, when I see white girls dating black dudes, I, 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 the, my skewed, my skewed vision is that oh, she's uh, she's very curious about everything his black experience, the way he talks, the way he looks, the way he moves, the way his 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 jargon, the mm-hmm. way he gesticulates his hands, all that. She's just. And, you know, like It's like them watching a rap video like, damn, Tupac is I don't so see it. cool. I don't see it like you know?
0: that. I, I see it like that sometimes, sure, but also yeah, yeah, yeah. me being light-skinned, yeah. I'm known to be an easier transition or an easier choice in terms of dating outside of races. I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. But, but, well, yeah, at some yeah, points, yeah. man, you got to just... <laughs> yeah. No, like, that's what I... That's <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, yeah, I get, it, yeah, you I get, get it. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get
2: it.
1: I mean, I'm fighting my ignorance there, back. There, there it is. Yeah, because I want to hear your points. So I'm like, don't crack a joke. I mean, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. You're right, Gary. What you think about that? <laughs> no, man. Look. By the time Gary is talking, my ignorance will have, will have calmed down, so I won't say no stupid shit. Uh-huh. Go
2: ahead. Man, just to be real, like, yes, that happens. People try to get experiences and all that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, oftentimes, right or wrong, I view it as just, you like who you like. Yeah, And that's just what it is. It's very, it's very Mm -hmm. simple. Like maybe, maybe I'm so tone deaf to it now that, you know, I, I'd never even thought about that looking back when I was in high school or whatever, thought about, oh, well, was she dating me for this, that, maybe, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Didn't care at the time. I think there's different factors though too. Like I can, I've experienced this sometimes where, um, they look at the the qualities that I have, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? To justify dating me because I'm biracial Mm -hmm. because I'm black you know yeah. like oh he talks well or oh he has a great job or yeah. you know what i'm saying or in your case like oh he went to harvard or you know yeah, yeah, you see yeah, what i'm saying yeah. he's very successful
1: well damn i'm not biracial nor did i go to harvard i mean my father is like jamaican cuban you got a nose that'll make me biracial um i don't think it do um and i didn't go to harvard i went to michigan state so and you know i can't relate to y'all on that but you a thug i'm not a thug I'm a Christian and I love everybody. (laughs) I can't really relate to y'all on that. When I look at that shit, I Mm -hmm. think to myself, okay, they're they're trying to get a piece of the black experience. Just like when they wear the clothes that they wear, just like when they snap their fingers Mm -hmm. or when they say fuck a boy or when they, you you know, any and everything that's of the ethnic persuasion. It's a fascinating thing. Hey, listen, if I was white, I'd be all into the black culture too. We flotted a motherfucker. We just of the earth. I think it's dope. I think, you know, we make everything spin. So I'd be all into it too. So as a black man, when I see that, I'm like, yeah. yeah now, but- obviously, there, there are people that are, like Gary said, they're, they're truly attracted to one another and they're in love and whatnot, you know. But initially,
0: you know. But I think they're like, for what you just said, Yeah, I think that to a degree. I think like, yeah, the culture, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we run shit. But the problems,
1: yeah, yeah. What Paul mm-hmm. Mooney say? Nobody. everybody want to be a nigga till the time to be a nigga. Absolutely, this no is one true. wants.
0: No one wants that problem.
1: <clears throat> That's true. No you one. Know? Yeah.
0: Um. I agree. So I think when it comes to that aspect, even in dating and even in you know everything else that you know plays a whole part, where it's like no one wants the the burden,
1: the burden of, of being black. Yeah. But think about a hey, hey, white it's people like out that. there. White people out there. You know, Are y'all sure y'all don't want the burden of being black? Because if you do make it. If you do escape, this shit is lit in a motherfucker. Like, right? Like, <laughs> like if you if you escape the police, if you escape the the, the, ghetto, you're stupid,
2: you're stupid, the draws
1: of the ghetto and the hood, and you make it out, and you make it, you you feel like you just like Indiana Jones, like you beat the boulder. You're a fool. So you might want to reevaluate. The whole black experience. Experience it. You know what I'm saying? Try getting chased by the police and shot at. It. Oh my god. Try it. Try selling some dope and then all your boys getting killed or locked up, but you made it out. What Try was, that shit
0: What was the what was the lady's name that um was it Rachel Dawson or something? Ra- like Rachel Does. Yeah. Rachel, yeah. yeah. Who Yes, Do- dozel, Rachel exactly. dozel dozel. Yeah, Rachel dozel yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was even a part of like the naacp or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, yeah. And she got an OnlyFans now. She got yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah. She got OnlyFans now. She has OnlyFans now. Yeah,
1: I, I I didn't subscribe. I'm not Stop. lying. Stop. Listen, uh, listen, I don't want to... I didn't
0: subscribe. But how she you got know to... she has? Somebody, talk... somebody. Listen,
1: bro. Everybody talks. We live in a small world now. It's a digital age. She has OnlyFans she where she's sure like does. posing with her body and stuff like that. It's it's wild. And she still got the like the black hair stuff in her the black hairdo. Yeah, look, see, she got OnlyFans. Wow. What? Now let me ask you all a question: Is there a morbid curiosity to see your to see pictures? Be honest. Yeah, yes, that, there the, is. Yeah, yeah. A, there's a, a morbid curiosity, percent. right? The, this nigga lying. Oh my! He like, no nah, man. I'm bro, gonna, there's a morbid absolutely. curiosity. To be like, man, she don't look good, but why she got OnlyFans? Let, yep. let me see. You just a morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. now Gary. Goes I wouldn't side. lie. Gary. I wouldn't lie. I
2: mean, if I was curious. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. But anyway, um, with all with all that being said. Do you date more white girls or more black girls? Anybody can go first.
2: Married.
1: Gary's married, so he's. Hold <laughs> so, oh, what a oh, cop. Look, 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 a, look, look, a, look, look. What a cop. There out. she is. <laughs> she is. Wait, what? Oh god Yo Stop bro, stop. I didn't expect that type of response. Yo These are angles, bro. These are angles.
0: No, no, I'm not saying that because I'm impressed. Yeah, you look like you are like, what? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no I, I,
1: you know, I, I'm not. I don't want to botch this up. I just know that she was some sort of. She was some sort of. Wasn't she a teacher or something like that, or a college instructor, an activist, and she was posing as a, a black woman for the longest. And um, you know, she got uh, outed and by her know, parents. What? Right, her by, parents. parents yeah, her, her yeah, parents yeah, are yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. you know, she really white. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> oh, what's
1: up? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, she she Man, you know she's wild. she's keeping it she's keeping it up though she's doing, she's she's still you know wearing her hair the way she's wearing it and you know and representing our our culture
0: <laughs> she representing black culture so <laughs> only fans huh that's why yeah. you know you know
1: you know what's funny um on the on the whole code switching thing like for like for actors right black actors it's funny because when um when I look at a script and and I read it I can tell automatically. If a white person wrote the script mm-hmm. or if a black person wrote the script, right? Because the, some of the jargon and the way they, the, the, the words and how they want us to say it. I'm like, man, a white person wrote this because, you know, we don't, we don't talk like this. But <clears throat> for the longest, right, because I, I studied Shakespeare, I would go into auditions and I would, uh, this, just, this just popped up in my head when you said that. I, I would read like almost like a white person. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would read like a white person. And I remember leaving auditions thinking to myself, like, man, I don't talk like this. Why am I I reading like that? But I didn't realize that it was like, you know, subconsciously in my mind. Like when I hear, when I see these lines, this is how my mind is telling me to say it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying it like how black people say it. And you know, it took a while for me to like shake that. Like, man, speak, speak how you right, speak. Right. You know, be be comfortable, be yourself.
0: But don't but, you have to like prep for whatever it's being aired as well too? Like, for instance, like say you're playing a black dude yeah. on a TV show for the CW. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like you can't. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it's more like t- It's like you.
0: Wow. It's more like you. Okay. But <laughs> you know like, what? You know
2: what's crazy? Like wow. you know, <laughs> I, I had to. nigga. I had to. You know the way the way that you felt in there reading the script. And how you didn't even think about it was just subconscious. I mean, that's how people live their real life, at mm-hmm. least back in the day when we were doing like, yeah. It's just automatic. It's right? just automatic. Just which turns is unfortunate. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: which is extremely unfortunate. You're right. You're right. Because it's a thing that I have to like consciously unlearn. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, man, don't. But it's because, you know, from watching all the the, the propaganda on television and seeing white performers, you were like, this is the way you're supposed right, to do right. it. Even though I'm black, this is the way I'm supposed to do it. But it's not really true to my experience, right? And it's not really what, what I would say. And it took years for me to get out of it. But, you know, I, I've watched a multitude of shows. And when I'm watching the black actor act black. And I'm like, man, this is a white person wrote this shit. And you saying it like a white person. Mm. But they're on television working and they're saying it. Like, man, what's up with that, man? You tripping. You know what I'm saying? It don't even be like that. You know, and I'm like, man, nobody talk like that. Who the fuck <laughs> talk like that? You know, but it it, 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 it flies yeah. and it passes. And, and white America, for the most part, watches it. And they're like, well, that's, looking, that's what black guys say, you know, mm. whereas black America, at least if they have, you know, if they're paying good attention, is looking like, man, that's not how we talk. And I can name names, but I would never do that. But of, of actors that I watch and I'm like, man, bro, you know, we don't talk like that. Say, say it how, how we would say it. You know, do you
0: think that's for the safety of getting more roles,
1: bro? I think so really I really think so I think now now just now we're starting to be able to get more comfortable and, and, and be able to speak how we speak and say what we say man I, I, I've even the scripts that I've written I've even written it in the way we would we would talk and I distinctly remember having my uh, white co-writers or white directors or a wh- white producer look at him and be like this doesn't make any sense
2: why would he say that
1: I'm like, man, nigga, say finna. I'm finna go to the store.
2: So that reminds me of that Key and Peele uh, skit. Which one? Like, there's a dude from Brooklyn, like yeah. a dude that. Really oh grew yeah, up in yeah, Brooklyn, yes, right. That and, hits uh, there right uh, in the and head. The actor, and they were like, they were giving all the props to the actor who wasn't sounding authentic at all. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. dude was like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm from, I'm here. really from
1: <laughs> right? here, bro. That's yeah. that sketch is brilliant yeah. because it's so true. My man, like, yo, this is how we really talk. But I don't think. I mean, I, I I I know Hollywood, white Hollywood. They don't. They're like, no, this is not how you. Well, that's it. why they made the skit. It's obviously, obviously a prevalent thing, yeah. right? So, Issa Rae um said that when she was like, you know, pitching the Insecure, a white executive told her that he didn't think black women were ready for a show like that, and she said she was like, no, nah, you're gonna tell me I'm a black woman, <laughs> you know? Which is some major audacity. Yeah, because it's like, yo, how you gonna tell me? I know what my people. I know what my people like. I know what they gonna rock with. Trust me. It's the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I said to one of my friends who's a white writer, I think we talked about this before, Like, I feel like black people can write white shows and they can write black shows. Why? Because we live the black
0: experience. Mm-hmm.
1: We live it. But well,
0: then- We have to code switch more too.
1: We have to code switch more and then we watch- the mm-hmm. white experience every single That's day. It's been the standard.
2: Yeah. it's the standard for yeah. us.
1: We, we we I was saying Oy Vey before I even know what it meant or, mm-hmm. wh, 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 or what culture it was attached to, because I was watching all that shit on television. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what you think about that, man.
0: I mean, I agree. I mean, I grew up watching everything, though. Like, let's talk about like old school sitcoms, like Step by Step or something like that. Well, I never watched that shit. Yeah, I see exactly. <laughs> and then you watch Family Matters. You know, I watch
1: that shit neither. Okay. <laughs> Look <at his> face. <laughs> You talking about? I watch Mork and Mendy, motherfucker. Wow. Three's company coming. Knock on my
0: door. (laughs) So like friends as opposed to a living single.
1: First of all, let's talk about that. Cause that that we about to go deep into this. Because that has that's a that's a sore point for me. So let's talk about that. Clearly. If you look at my IG, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, all the time. I post. (laughs) Really? You look at my IG. Me and my daughter have a serious falling out about this. My 15-year-old daughter fucking fucking loves. Loves Friends. <laughs> Yo, I'm, let me just be real with you. I'm trying to not even get mad. There'll, there'll be t- times I'll come to her bedroom and she'll be fucking sleeping with the phone on, playing Friends. She's watched all. How many seasons of Friends have, have there been, Jason? Ten I'm so upset. <laughs> She's he's, he's he's right, right? ten hot. seasons, right? The so ten seasons. Ten seasons. My daughter has watched all 10 seasons at least four times. Like there was a period in time where every single time I would catch her, she'd be watching Friends. So it burned me so bad, I sat down with her and had a deep conversation, posted it on IG, all this shit, about how Friends was a ripoff of Living Single. You know what I'm saying? To the T. And Living Single was a way better show. It just didn't get... The publicity and the love that it, it was supposed to get, and all that, and it was liver. And I was like, they just put a marketing machine and power behind Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Sinclair, Overton, Maxine, Regine, Kyle, Khadijah. Right taking him back. right now. are living <laughs> single. But Friends
0: isn't even like a bad show.
1: I can't talk to him, bro. I can't talk to him. <laughs> I can't talk to the motherfucking
2: man. I can't even believe you saying that to me right now. <laughs> I mean, it's I not. Actually, I actually haven't seen. I've maybe seen man, part man every fucking there. thing about I've Friends seen is corny some episodes, yeah.
0: but like it's not like a bad show. And then you
1: mean? barely saw black. I mean, what's her name? Aisha Tyler was on there, but hmm. you barely seen any black people on there. They in New York City. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Mexican <laughs> or a, or a black person. But no, hardly no know black people. Yo, yeah, and then wow. the, the song was corny. So here go all that shit was corny, 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 corny. Yeah. And, and it just pains me that my daughter loves it, and so I explained to the whole living single thing. And I tried to make her watch episodes; she wasn't having it. It was really? all about friends. And she I'm didn't like it,
2: huh? She didn't like living. She wasn't School?
1: feeling it. She oh. wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, you're not giving it a chance. And she's like, I, I don't need to give it a chance. It's all about friends. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, right we just gonna have to agree to disagree. I'm gonna have to take this. out. I wonder
2: what's so fascinated about it,
1: though. But bro, she loves it. She loves it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with that show. It was a it was a rip off. I'm just not with it. It's corny. But you actually watched it and liked it.
0: I watched some episodes. You Yeah, yeah I have like, a choice. That's I wasn't, why, man. I, wasn't, I mean... If I you got
1: exposed to living single first, you wouldn't even be saying none of this to me.
0: Bro, the marketing
2: dollars. Like you said... Marketing uh, dollars. W- new edition and new kids on the block. How far are they apart? How far apart are they?
1: A couple years. Same same manager. Maurice, yeah. Maurice Starr, I believe. Okay. Same manager. He just created a white group. Marketing machine. Okay. People don't understand. We get told what to like. If I play this song or this show in front of you in enough times... You'll start to hum it and sing it. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Well, that's
0: TikTok right now. That's TikTok. That's yeah. why I like musicians are looking to get their music on TikTok before pretty much anything else, so mm-hmm. that it goes viral. And then yeah. they got their songs. Even DJs, you know, they put their mashups and stuff like that mm-hmm. on TikTok, yeah. so that it can get as much plays and hope that it goes yeah. viral.
1: It's all about it's all about going viral and trying to make as many, many dollars as you can. Which I understand. Everybody wants to make money so they can pay their bills, but the the problem in that is the quality of things. Diminish and listen when you're super duper rich and you're all by yourself and you just want some fucking quality and you want to sit at Echo Park Lake and watch the ducks cross your feet as you watch, uh, as you throw rocks in the water and eat some guisados taco and decide if you're gonna get on the Echo Park boat, you probably want to listen to something quality. You ain't gotten it. listen, somebody posted something the other day on IG that made a lot of sense. They were like, I feel sorry for these kids now because all the only vintage shit they're gonna have to wear is a uh, Zara and H&M that fucked me up. I was like, "Yo, he right." They ain't got the classic vintage shit from the 70s and 80s and 60s and 50s. That's that's gone. 90s? Mm-hmm. This this that's gone. They are going to have all lame um cookie cutter assembly line shit. You think and so? that's the
0: music too. What about like Bape and like Vintage Supreme and all that yeah, other I think stuff. That's yeah.
1: still we talking about early two thousands though. Okay. You know, but you always trying to go against me, bro.
0: I'm not. I'm just saying, like I'm younger than you, so I see things a little differently. That's all.
1: Man, I'm like 30 years me,
0: younger than you, so that's you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love friends. I don't love seeing singing, you know what I'm saying that shit. Got I just me said so friends
0: was a good show. That, you know, I don't right. have any problems with it. I've never seen a full episode. To be honest. The, really? but you ain't
1: missing nothing, bro. No. You ain't missing nothing, bro. You ain't missing Nathan, man. Don't even watch it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not actually.
2: against it. <laughs> you need to be? Just, yeah, just never pick a side, bro. Pick you a side. Really, you really feel sometimes. I feel some black boys. Do you watch was... Seinfeld? You like Seinfeld? Seinfeld?
1: Yeah. No. yeah. Oh. But I love. But I love. Um, oh. I love. Um, <clears throat> uh, Kirby Enthusiasm there's enthusiasm guy. Um, what's his name? Larry David. Larry I David, love. David. I love Larry David. Mm-hmm. No, he's great. And he created Seinfeld. It's basically mm-hmm. him. You know, he he can do no wrong in my eyes. The man is a genius.
0: How many black people are in Seinfeld? From what i remember one the lawyer
1: yeah yeah not a lot of black people nope. seinfeld. yeah you're right mm-hmm. but it wasn't corny Where they live it wasn't corny. it wasn't corny it was witty it was in new york yeah i think in new york yeah mm-hmm. seinfeld was full of wit mm-hmm. I, I i need wit i laugh at wit i used to watch benny hill monty python a lot of bbc i like wit that's what makes dave Chappelle so amazing because he was the first not black comic but the first comic to really besides um george carl obviously you know um but to inject wit in the comedy after Dave, the game changed because he would do backdoor jokes, things that you wouldn't expect and it would just hit you. The on-the-nose comedy is not funny anymore. I need mathematical, technical, smart comedy. You know, I feel that way about shows. Uh, unless it's thought-provoking or a zeitgeist or socio-politically charged, you got to be a hell of a writer.
2: Only two comedians did that for you?
1: I mean, th- those two. I mean, um, who am I laughing at now that I think is a witty comedian? Gosh, I don't, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but man, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I love what um, I don't necessarily think he's super witty. He's witty, but not like not like Dave. But what Gerard Carmichael did with yeah, his last good. special mm-hmm. when he came out, that mm-hmm. shit was gangster. It was mm-hmm. good. That was gangster. But what made it so gangster was and I think comedy is going this way, um, it was very conversational. And I love that shit. It was extremely conversational. Then he would go into a quick joke and then go back to being conversational. And it made mm-hmm. me think about, I'm saying think about like I was around and around that time, but you know, back in the stone age, campfires <laughs> were around. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know a joke was coming from him, but um, story is, is and forever will always be the driving force of everything. We love being told stories from being little kids, mm-hmm. uh, parents telling us stories to watching movies, to campfire story. We love stories. And listening to Dave, transition into the storyteller as opposed to comedian listening to the gerard carmichael special when he told the story i like that better than you standing on stage and being like Excuse hey me. man wild biracial men get finger waves you know and they go into a whole <laughs> nothing against you but you know what i'm saying going into that whole thing i don't like that anymore because i think that's corny and played now yeah. you know that's like a black comedian talking about Slapstick Him. that doesn't do it for you. Yeah, you know the slapstick don't do it for me. It's, it's like Laurel and Hardy type shit. Mm-hmm. That that, that's corny. I think we've evolved past that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think we really... That's the type
2: are. of comedy I like too. More more along the lines of what you're telling. Yeah. Now, yeah. some slapstick is still funny. You know, it has its, it its punchlines. But generally, I won't sit there and just watch it. Yeah, I
1: won't, I won't sit there and watch it. That's why it's hard for me. There's so many Netflix specials up. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm going through it and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker ain't funny. This motherfucker... Ain't. I, I actually think with the... um with 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 the whole boom of TikTok and Instagram and everything i think comedy has been dumbed down cuz I, I watch so. all these guys they call them I, first of all i hate when the social media influencers joke dudes say skit i fucking hate the term skit it's a sketch hey, oh, yeah. a but they be like i got a skit i wrote a skit and i don't know why maybe i'm trying to be all uh, technical and uh, and act like a fucking <clears throat> comedic comedic Coach. aristocrat <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's really really a sketch but <clears throat> When I watch it, and I'll <clears throat> I won't laugh. I'll look at it and I'll be like, okay, let me give it an opportunity. Because I follow mostly all of them. And I'll be like, let me see if it's funny. And then after they do their whole skit, I'll go scroll down the comments. And, bro, I'm a weirdo. I'll scroll down one page comment for like an hour, hour and a half. Because I just want to see. I'm weird like that. I want to see the comments. And motherfuckers will be putting laughy faces, smiling. Hilarious. So funny. I'm like, nigga, this shit wasn't funny. Mm. And I almost feel like. If they throw anything
0: at the wall, niggas going to laugh because people
1: just throwing stuff at the wall. So Mm -hmm. people are just laughing as opposed to it being really technically sound.
0: I think it depends, though, too, like like even Dave Chappelle, like his way of storytelling with his comedy, it brings everyone in, you know, as opposed to like I remember old comedy shows like like a Jeff Foxworthy, right? Like, do you remember him? Yep. The guy don't watch that shit. I, okay. here it is. He's yeah. really, he's really on to it. it. You remember him, right? Yeah. And he had that whole, like, you might be a redneck or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not laughing at that. Because yeah. I, I yeah, don't I relate. know. Any, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It brings everyone in. You know, you get to be a part of the experience as opposed to, like, you, you know, belting out jokes about, you know, a life that I know nothing about a comedian, you have to be brave to be a comedian. Very. Mm, you have very. to be very, especially if you're going to put your stuff up on, on social media, on TikTok. You're alone, man. Oh, wow. Like, Remember the Apollo? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, the Sandman comes out? Bruh. Yep.
1: But, but do you have to be that brave, though? Because I'm telling you, motherfuckers yeah. are laughing at anything. Bro, if you put something up there, bro, I've purposely, I'm going to share something with you. I've purposely posted corny stuff that we've done mm-hmm. just to see if people will laugh, mm-hmm. and I've gotten response like, oh, that's so hilarious. Those I mean? are your friends, though. Uh, they support you. No, some people that don't know
0: me. No, people that don't. Yeah. Yeah, they they'll like, know. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, that's
1: funny," and I'll be like, "That ain't, I don't say it to them." But I'm like, "Man, mm-hmm. that wasn't funny." I just put that up here. I, I really want people who who really want to laugh. If I'm cracking a joke, I'm I'm clowning. Mm-hmm. Listen, if my joke not funny, don't even respond. Wait, but
2: I'm saying who's who's saying that it's funny.
1: Bro, I've had so many random people don't know me oh, and really? yeah. be like, oh, no, you wow. and your guy, your buddy Renee are really funny. And I'm like, man, I, I'll just put that up there just for the fuck of it to nah, see if y'all yeah, gonna laugh. No. He was like, some oh, people, we're gonna have a show no, But soon. some people think like we're serious. <laughs> Here we
0: are. <laughs> some, some people think it's like serious, so. yeah, yeah, we yeah, do that we're yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mom, she thought we were serious for a second. She's like, who is this? who is this human being guy? You don't have a word hey, with hey, him. Hey, why, why, why you, I'm you saying like, my IG
1: like that? Why you saying my IG like that, I'm man? sorry.
0: I figured it'd be on the like and I'm, subscribe. No, it ain't, bro. Keep oh, it off. Wow. They trying okay. to put me out there, Edit man. That out. Yeah. Um, but no, my mom's thought, like, you was just coming after me all the time. Like, mom, no chill. Yeah. Like, it's good?
1: I saw his mom and dad in Venice, and they were like, sit down. <laughs>
0: I was like, yo, sure, listen, that's my sure dog. Enough.
1: They was really mad. I was like, that's my dog, man. I ain't mm-hmm. trying, I don't want no smoke. Oh, for real. Well, my talk, dad about, is talk, big. About,
0: talk about code switching. Oh, yeah. I switched. yeah sat I switched down sure. next to my mom and dad. And was, hey, how, yeah. how you doing? How you doing today? It's a beautiful day in Venice. Like, isn't
1: my it? my Miss Wiley, you're looking quite <laughs> beautiful this <laughs> mm-hmm. morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, let me, I don't want no smoke, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is like like you, Gary, Yeah, you're a witty motherfucker. Like let's be, you, you're witty as fuck. I fuck with you when I don't like you. I don't like you. But one of the main reasons why I keep you around is because you just funny as fuck. You'll say some shit that that most motherfuckers just don't say. I was telling my mom about this. I was like, man, my boy Gary, witty as fuck. I like he'll say some shit that's like an around, excuse me, an around the corner type joke where you got to look and be like, oh, nah. I, li- I respect that. I like that. I like um, advanced comedy. I just do, you know. Um, I've always been that way since I was a kid. And I used to watch, I mean, I'm from Jamaica. So, you know, in Jamaica, we watched a shit ton of BBC shit because we're colonized by the UK. So I just was in love with BBC humor because it was Mm -hmm. never like American. Mm -hmm. It was never on the nose. They would always come through the back door. And I was like, oh, shit, it was a payoff, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to just some old obvious on the nose type shit. I have a question. Ask away.
0: What are your thoughts on black comedy right now, aside from Dave Chappelle?
1: man, besides Dave and, and Gerard. And, and I know there's – Hannibal is dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, Michael Shea, he's Deon dope. Deon Cole is dope to me always. Huh?
2: Deon Cole is always mm-hmm.
1: funny. Deion Cole is okay. He's okay. He's yeah. funny too. Cat, mm-hmm. to me, is just next level. And Cat yeah. – but Cat isn't a witty comedian. Cat is a a, a, a force, Mm-hmm. Cat is a force from the from the way his his voice sounds to <clears throat> his inflection to his just gesticulation with his hands. Cat is just comedy. Right, right. He you cut a piece of him is comedy. He, he just embodies comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave is just sheesh.
0: Because when you think about, like, comedians back in the day, like, like the kings of comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you have Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, Cedric D. Entertainer, like Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was a force.
1: Yeah, they were funny. I mean, I used to watch BET Comic View. Mm-hmm. They were real funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> again, and I know he's considered an OG, but Dave, yo, man, we are, I think we're, I really want to say this in dead drop bottle seriousness, because oftentimes when we have something, we don't appreciate it until it's gone. We take it, we speak uh, uh, negatively about it and we're like, because we always think it's going to be there. <clears throat> Dave is an anomaly. Oh. He is, I've, he is just an, and I've seen a million different comedy specials. I've gone to see, I did improv comedy. Dave is an anomaly. He's an anomaly. You know, uh, I think he's just a genius. Another dude I think is like that, that's a well-known actor. He was Uncle Ruckus on um on Boondocks is Gary Anthony. Mm. I used to watch him do improv. First of all, I believed improv was like a white <clears throat> a white thing, right? Um, When when I decided I was going to you know, take some improv classes to help with my acting, whatever, people was like, oh, you need to go to the Groundlings. The Groundlings is world famous. People from Saturday Night Live come to the Groundlings. So I took a Groundlings class, not with any intention, to try to get into the Sunday company. As a matter of fact, let me tell you what this woman said. It was famous groundling. She was teaching a class and she was like, don't expect to make the Sunday company because most of you aren't or none of you will, which was like a negative thing to tell Mm. this incoming guy. But I didn't care because I'm like, this is white people shit anyway. I'm just trying to broaden my my skill level and get more of my tool belt. And I heard improv was the thing to do. Somehow, some way, I tripped and stumbled and got voted into the Sunday company. Right? There's the Sunday company and then there's the main company, right?
0: How many other black people in the Sunday company?
1: Man, now it's been a while since I've been in there, but maybe maybe <laughs> 10 or 12 people have come through in the 40 years. What about years? when when you when you did it at? Yeah. Time. It was it was just two of us. It was okay. just two of us. Okay. Out of
0: <clears throat> out of 100 people.
1: Maybe I think there was like 10 or 10 or mm-hmm. 10 of us. So, but so, but obviously, you know, black people were always the minority. In improv, we're the minority, 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 minority. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is Let's be real, improv is a white person's thing. Mm. You know, black people don't do improv, we do stand up. So it's really, it was really hard for them to find a place for me because um, I would write shit. They'd be like, they would want me to write a stereotypical, stereotypical shit. Like I would come to the, and I, I, I'm not gonna say names or whatever, but, and, and my Sunday company was a talented group. Some of them are on Saturday Night Live right now working on television shows, insane talented group of people. But, I would, re- I would notice that when they would write oddball sketches of yodeling for 10 minutes straight or eating a piece of paper or acting like a chicken, they'd get the room to do that. Bro, this was painfully obvious. And we would the – the, the Sunday company is probably the most intense writing program I've ever been in in my life. We'd be pitching from like 6 p.m. to like 1 in the morning sketches. So you would write all these sketches and you would be pitching them and performing them, and the director would be like, "Yes, no, yes, no." It was it's super really? intense, wow. right? And I remember this guy who who a black dude who was in the Sunday Company that made the main company. There was a writer on SNL, and he told me he was like, "Sunday Company was still the hardest thing ever." Because when it, when he got to SNL as a writer, Lauren Michael would tell them to just write one sketch a week. I don't know how it is now, but he would say one sketch a week. But <clears throat> I would notice if I wrote like a weirdo sketch or something that they're not used to seeing black people do, mm-hmm. they'd be like, uh, yeah, O'Neal, uh, well, you know, could you just do something that, you know, tell them about the black experience. Mm-hmm. So to be an asshole, to be an asshole, I wrote one about <clears throat> a pastor in a church with, long, with a long perm and shit like that. It, it was called traffic school. You know, traffic schools are in like weird places, right? They're always in weird places. So this traffic school was in a church when I was doing the stereotypical jump around, like a pastor talking about Parking the car right and all this shit like that. And the motherfuckers found it hilarious. <clears throat> and they put it up and it ran and it was a hit. Now, even though it was a hit, and I never said this to them, but even though it was a hit, I was like, this is some bullshit. I gotta write, for all intents and purposes, nigga shit mm-hmm. for y'all to put it up. But if I write a sketch about me, you know, um, being in love with slime and trying to sell slime to everybody that came to my front door, they'd be like, uh, yeah. Mm, or only black people they're not in love with slime they don't really sell slime but white people can do that and it spoke volumes to me because like you get three six months uh six months um uh periods in the sunny company then they decided they want to vote you in the main company they voted me out after the first six months and the general consensus was this nigga is a wild card what the you know Mm. even though the sketches i wrote were hits people were laughing the main company was looking at me like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this motherfucker? They, they weren't accustomed to that, you know? And during the whole pandemic, a lot of black people started saying that they felt like the groundlings was racist. And this that really? kind of and I, I, I didn't feel like that. I just felt like they just weren't accustomed to super black type things, right? They, at times, it made me feel like, man, I should just write. I should just go do stand-up because these motherfuckers don't really get what I'm trying to do. They, they just kept know, the
2: land. They weren't expanding boundaries or anything. Like they weren't. Just, yeah, because they're not. And it's probably still it. going to be that way. And it's
1: probably right. still going to be that way. And I don't. I don't fault them for you.
2: Kind of. You do got to fault them You, you, you bit, do.
1: Yeah. I don't heavily fault them for that because that's all they they've known. Right. And they're not very. They're not. I can say this confidently. They're not very open minded enough to be like, man, let let black people, let, let, let these black people run this a little differently and do their own thing because they just didn't know how to work with us. Right, right. It was a weird thing. You know what I'm saying? Very weird thing. Have you ever seen besides Wayne Brady?
2: He's by the way. In terms of improv Pfft, different yeah
1: you want to hear yeah. something ironic
2: hmm.
1: what was so ironic is that even though the groundlings is mainly white the funniest thing about the groundlings was this group called the, or is this group called the uh the black version one of them was a groundling he started it but it's all black people the other ones they were never in the groundlings they're just like actors and comedians and stuff the best th- these pe- the best thing about Brilliant. When I watch them perform on stage, and I rarely feel like this when I watch performers, it's another level, another level of improv. And it made me think to myself, God damn, here's another thing black people have taken and mastered. But you don't know, I just don't know a lot of young black people that are like, yo, I wanna do improv. Yeah. Every black, young black person I know, female or male, they're like, I wanna do stand up. Right, right, right. Most of us don't do improv, but these
2: it's funny. These I mean they're funny individually. They're they're
1: geniuses. When I watch them, it's it's intimidating. It's like, "Oh my god, I'll never mm. I'll never be like this." I don't feel like that way when I watch the yeah. the other ones. I'm just like, Ugh, "Yo." I've always know. been
2: fascinated by improv though. Fascinating. Like really? and the, the reason I think I was when I was really young, I was at a comedy show and they invited someone from like a couple people from the crowd and said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do." Yeah. And it was so challenging to do, but also so fun that I was like, "Yo, the people who are able to do this are extremely talented, witty, and on point on on time too." You got to think so fast on your feet, you know. And they're
1: they're probably the quickest, fast thinker. I gotta watch it, I've never never seen it. We we should all go Mm see see a a, a show. Mm -hmm. It's mind blowing, bro. But again, I just feel like it's another one of the things that you let us in the door we just gonna find a way to like you know make it fly as fuck because that's we're, we're seasoning to the world you know what i'm saying we we're seasoning we're 22 like inch that. rims
2: we're like tinted windows you know what i'm saying seasoning was the best for seasoning sure. the best yeah. what about uh what about 22 what that's uh, yeah. you ghetto <laughs> what about uh what, we're what, spinners
0: we're larry's we're Lowrys.
1: what about the the kid that you put on the mercedes-benz what's, what's it called M- Amg uh, Amg Amg We the Amg Kid <laughs> Nah Let's Go with Seasoning Bro No My Bad My Bad yeah, My, my Bad My Bad My Bad Hey Listen Um I Gotta Ask Man I Gotta Ask This What Y'all Think About What's Going On With Kyrie Man Look At, look at Gary's Face He Like <laughs> That's Hot O'Neal That's Hot I Got I Can't I Can't We Can't End This Without Talking About
2: It Bro mm. Yeah I Think So be real, bro. If you can, be real I'm man. Gonna be one hundred percent. Right. Because I've spent some time thinking about okay. about this. Right. Um. My comment is first and foremost. Like, and you guys know this about me. Um, I don't like to offend anybody. Like yeah. that's that's one thing that I strive for. I'm not going to purposely offend anyone. Right. Um, and in this case, I think that he's being unfairly treated. Yeah. I think I think Kyrie did something that maybe wasn't the best, didn't have the best judgment. Yeah. Right? But he apologized for it. And he came out and said, look, I don't agree with most of those things in the documentary or all of those things. Yeah. um, Especially the ones that were super extreme. I am not anti-Semitic or I can't be anti-Semitic. And I think they kept jabbing him. You have to apologize. Say this, say this, say this. And as a man who's looking to find himself, so to speak, as he described. Yeah like he's on a, he's on his journey, right? He did something he messed up, he apologized for it, and still it's not accepted. I think the other thing is like when you're walking along discovering or, or with discovery, trying to discover yourself, and you accidentally step on somebody's foot, you say, "Hey, man, sorry about that, didn't mm-hmm. step with you. and I think that it probably took a little bit longer for him to do that than whoever was offended, may have liked. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so for me, if I was in that position um, and I had, assuming that I had tweeted something out like that and people were offended, I'd probably just say, oh, you know what? I didn't know it was going to be so offensive to you. I apologize and moved on. But, I'm not Kyrie, right? So he stands on a different belief and and maybe he's got a stronger a stronger stance than I do on, on this topic. So I can't speak for him. I'm just saying- me nigga, what you saying? you talking in circles. I, 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 I get like, so, I I what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get what you're do saying. You, I, can't, I don't get it. Because you're like, so if- This is how you sound to me. Yeah. This is how you sound to me. So I would say, per se, if it happened with Kyrie, he stepped on somebody's toes. But per se- I'm not that person, okay. but if I was that person, no, who's to say no, that so, person was so, asleep okay. or let me, awake? Let me, let me make that it person clear. wakes up, why do you clear. buy a Buick? Wow. Look, what you saying? Let me make it very clear. <laughs> say Look, something.
2: If I were in that position and I offended somebody, first of all, I wouldn't have made the tweet or put it out there. Yeah. That's, yeah. Number one, that's, right? that's, number that's number one, That's number one. Point blank period. That was that was a misstep, mm-hmm. right? And wrong. Now, if I were to do that and I offended someone, I would apologize and very bluntly apologize I'm sorry that was wrong, end of story, but that's me. I can't speak for what another man should do. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's what I would have done, right? So I don't agree with, I don't uh, disagree with free speech or letting him, or uh, allowing him to say what he's gonna say, given his platform, that's fine. Um, I just think it was mishandled when he apologized, right?
1: All right, what about you, Renee?
0: I mean, I agree with that, but I feel like, I mean, I feel like free speech is important, you know, for so many reasons. Um, whether it's something that you agree with or something that you don't agree with, you know? And I think free speech- Now,
1: Renee, make um, sure you watch what you're saying because we're putting this out. I, okay, sorry. Go all ahead. right,
0: dad. Go ahead. Um, I feel like free speech is always going to expose you if it's really free speech. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the in the best way and in the worst way. And I would rather know how someone stands, especially if they're on a big platform, than how they don't, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um if he fucked up, then he fucked up. He apologizes. And then, you know, all goes on, Mm -hmm. you know, but if there's, you know, certain beliefs that he has, then that those are his beliefs. He's allowed to have those. those, Like most everyone, you know, does no matter what race or creed, religion, whatever it is. Um, But I feel like sometimes people want to see said person that fucks up, like really burn, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or like really, you know, jump through hoops to, you know get how do you put it um get any kind of compassion right you know yeah. um that's how i feel on it but once again like i said i feel that free speech is very important yeah. on so many levels
1: yeah i think um i understand what both of you are saying and it's interesting because we live in a society now where we look at one another and we're like what side are you on mm-hmm. are you with us or are you with them are you with us? Or are you with them? Like we were talking about this morning at the gym when she was mentioning the Drake album. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I you know, I think Drake, you know, he just said something about Megan. And, and I was like, well, do you know Megan? Were you there? Do you know if she got shot or if she didn't get sh- shot? And she was like, well, you're saying she didn't get shot? And I said, I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. Why is it that I have to choose a side? I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I, I'm just like you. I hear it on, on The Breakfast Club and I hear it on podcasts and people talk about it and I hear both of their sides. I don't know, nor Mm -hmm. do I involve myself in that that much. Mm -hmm. Who cares? You know, but she was very adamant about it. And I'm like, and I was explaining to her, like, yo, we live in this society where we just like, what side are you on? You got to pick a side. Why can't I be in the middle? Why can't I say, hey, can I look at all the facts first? Can I pick the time? No, you got to be with us now. I don't like that. I'm not for that. So number one, that rubs me the wrong way. Number two, right, Brett Favre did what he did. And we're not hearing too much about that. We're not hearing too much about that at all. Now, but Kyrie is getting roasted and crucified, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I fully understand Kyrie has a history of being difficult, right? Going to different teams, being difficult, the, the not getting the shot because people got, you know, get, I understand that. So his history comes with that, but I just feel like he's not being afforded the same room wiggle room an opportunity to make foolish dumb stupid crazy mistakes like a brett Favre. you know what i'm really saying right mm-hmm. um he's not being afforded that the that, that, that room he's getting crucified and for lack of a better word you know like we talked about from the slave days like buck breaking the like, compassion okay, is different the compassion is different. It's very different if you're a black man and you make a mistake you get crucified We all let, you know, what's that saying in the Bible? Let he who was without sin cast the first stone. I just marvel at the fact of so many people having so many opinions and saying all these things like they are perfect. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like they walk Mm -hmm. with with no issues, you know? And I'm like, yo, let this, he's young. Let this, yeah, what he did was stupid and yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, that goes without saying, ah, duh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he is being crucified. And I just look at what Brett Favre did, and I can name other people, and I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker,
2: y'all ain't on him like that. Mm-hmm. But what, what, it, what it stems from, dude, is, is, and they, look, I hate how they tried to force him to say, say you're sorry for this reason right now and say it like this, right? And they tried to cram that down his throat, and I think someone in that position naturally would be like, I'm not going to do that. Exactly. I'm not going to say it the way you want me to say it. I'm going to say how I want to say it, say it right? Yeah. And he's catching a lot of heat. Heat for that, like how mm. many different ways can you apologize, right? Without without saying, I'm not going to say exactly what you told me. Yeah, say. Mm-hmm. and then they gave him this this the they the Brooklyn Nets gave him this long list. Oh, that of the things to <laughs> oh, do. Oh my god, which which to me, look, apologize. Let him decide whether he wants to donate to this cause or that cause. Let him decide who he wants to take meetings with. Right, he's already apologized, but why should he have to do all these things because? you mandate that he does it. I guess they're the employer, so they can mandate that. But yeah. but that seems a little aggressive to me, personally.
1: That seems extremely aggressive. And, you know, listen, if you have some sort of pride, even if you, when you do something wrong, right? It, it's it's kind of like I, I, I ate your food. And and I was belligerent about it and I didn't want to apologize. I didn't want to apologize. And you finally were like, man, I know you ate my food. And I finally did apologize. And you're like, well, your apology ain't good enough. Get down on your knees and tell me that you ate my food. And after you get down on your knees and tell me you ate my food, I want you to cook me better food than this. And after a while, I'm like, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. Wait a minute, motherfucker. (laughs) Fuck your food. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your food. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you then. And that's what's going on. And then when I turn my head and I look at, and I just got to keep using him for an example, a Brett Favre. And I don't see the same thing happening to him. Listen, if it was happening all across the board equally, it'd be a different story, but it's not. And the great, great, great irony in all of this is I'm saying this and I just laid it out really flat and really plainly and truthfully and just and, 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 and articulated it perfectly. And you still won't have some people that watch this and be like, oh, so he's with Kyrie. It okay. just makes me think like, I think this new age has dumbed us down. We don't listen anymore we don't shut the fuck up and listen and then take all the information in and then mix it around in a pot and then come to a conclusion we just need to be on a side or or
0: also give people the opportunity to learn you know i think that's the thing thing. you know especially if you have athletes like young athletes or you know what i'm saying where they're saying things or young any artists or you know like yeah they may not know any better. They may just recklessly put something on the internet, and you know, once it's on the internet, it's on the internet. Well, how do you guys feel it's there?
2: So I agree with that, and you know, obviously, Brett Favre doesn't have a platform like like Kyrie does, right? So that's why he's not. That's part of the reason why he won't. What do get you mean he doesn't have a platform? I mean, Kyrie has a way bigger platform than Brett Favre does.
1: I mean, but Brett Favre is just as known and just as popular. He's yeah. a famous actor. He's not, he's not as
2: popular, for sure. I now. mean, okay, he's okay, not right, anymore. Okay. I mean, right, right. Okay, but but, speaking but, some but, Wrangler commercials. <laughs>
0: <exactly,
2: okay. laughs> wow. sketches maybe. There's, there's a lot yeah, of motherfuckers Wranglers and sketches. Right, right. Yeah, so, right. So, so I have a, another question around this is, how do you guys feel about the black community? Not only not coming to the defense, that's one thing, but, yeah. but tearing people down within their own community that may have this stage and take a misstep. Right?
1: You, you want to answer that first? Let me go.
0: Mm-hmm. You go.
1: All right. This is how I feel about that. <clears throat> I, I think that we are the only community that chastises one another in front of company. We don't have a problem chastising one another in front of the whole world. And I, I look at other communities. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. they, each other in quiet rooms and lock the door and they look at each other and say, listen, I, I, I'm not really with what you did, but I'm going to stand by your side, but we're going to have a conversation after this. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. If a black woman has a problem with a black man, they will just flat out chastise us right on, right in front of everybody. Black men ain't shit. Da, da, da. If a black man has a problem with another black man, two activists, I've seen activists who are supposed to be working on, you know, uh, 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 furthering our cause, have beef with each other. And I'm like, how are y'all beefing with each other when y'all supposed to be helping further our cause? Hmm. We are just the only group that I see chastise one another. You know, I was watching um, Jalen Rose explain himself today on IG. And he was like, man, because people are calling him coon because they felt like he didn't support Kyrie. And I'm like, y'all kind of doing the same thing that y'all said he was doing. Now y'all doing it to him. We will chastise one another in front of everybody. It shows no solidarity. And if there's no solidarity, then how are we going to advance? You know, that's always been my issue. If I have an issue with you, you bet your bottom dollar. I got that from Annie. Bet your bottom dollar <laughs> tomorrow, well, whatever, nigga. I was forced Which, to watch. Did you watch? watch did you show. watch the
0: other? Did you watch the new Annie with Jamie Foxx? Nah, man, come
1: on, chill. Okay, I did, I did, I did. I just don't want nobody to know that. <laughs> um, we, we we just go at each other hard, and I'm like, man, why you? Why would you chastise me in front of these motherfuckers when we already are like a broken group? Put, put me in, put me aside. And well, talk that's what
0: we kind of do, though. So few, like do. even like when we're younger, like we get roasted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like you just get roasted. Yeah, you, that, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's always been. I felt always been the thing um, growing up, whether you did something wrong or stupid, or you know, you get clowned, or you know what I'm saying. And that turns in now, even with social media, like you do something it it, turn, it turns into a meme like that yeah, yeah. You know? I, I
1: don't think that's a good thing I don't think I, I, I think in the, the current state that we're in right now, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. we're not in a good we don't own anything we don't we don't own nothing so the current state that we're in right now, solidarity is the most important thing. there's mm-hmm. no way I don't care how bad you rub me, how wrong you guys rub me. I'll never we can have a falling out. no one will know but you
2: mm-hmm. so I'm so, coming to you. So I'll keep it real with you. I have no problem saying something is wrong if I think it's wrong, regardless of what background or color the person is. Right? I have no problem saying, "Oh, I think that's wrong, or that's a misstep, or this." Mm-hmm. But that's as far as it goes. I'm not going to drag someone down and continue to to uh, talk about someone in public. Right? Yeah. If you'd ask me, "Hey, do you agree with what Kanye said about this or or Kyrie putting this this out to the world?" Yeah. I'd say unequivocally, "No." Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right. But Mm -hmm. what you see a lot of time is is people having long dialogues about why he shouldn't have done this. And oftentimes insulting. And when that's for the public, it just looks it's it's messy, man. It's
1: messy. It's messy. And the more people you bring into the situation, it gets messier. I'm not interested in a mess. I want a resolution. And if that resolution means I need to sit my ass down and hear you out, let's we're trying to get somewhere. We
2: don't talk anymore. That's the
0: thing. We don't talk anymore.
1: I'm talking to, and then, you know, when I watch other shows or podcasts, people are giving relationship advices and this, and I'm like, yo, you don't know. Who, the, mic, the mic doesn't give you um, a degree or mm-hmm. a, great, a greater understanding than the person outside. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just here to have a dialogue. You'll never, none of us are right or wrong. We're just trying to come to some solution. And if we're having this conversation, I want to come to some solution or some resolution or at least a respectable understanding to agree to disagree. I'm not going to talk at you. And then sometimes I think, you know, one of the biggest things that we're all learning is to learn to take an L sometimes, right? And be like, you know what? Oh, I'm going to take this L, even though I don't, I'm, I'm going to pick my battles because this is not a battle worth fighting right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go on to something else. But you're right. In this day and age, we're not listening. The
2: other, the other thing is, I'm guilty of it just like a lot of other people. You definitely are. <laughs> is you speak on things that you're not educated about, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. And so that can get you into a lot of trouble really quickly. Yeah. Not only are you not educated, but you don't talk to someone on the other side and understand and you're able to develop this sympathy or have empathy for them. Yeah. And you're just talking and you say, hey, this is what feels right off my chest. This is yeah. I'm mostly driven by saying this or mostly driven to say this. And then you end up hurting somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. And, and then we hurt their viral, feelings. Dog. It's, it's yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. Once you yeah. hurt somebody's feelings, nowadays, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no discord about it. Yeah. There's no discord Unless about it. Unless yeah. everybody's involved, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I think that's the unfortunate um, thing in our society now, you know? Um, but that's one of the things that, you know, all we can do is, as individuals is to work uh, personally on... Making it better and not and not being like that yourself. That's one of the things I love about us and and doing the show because uh, we're we're just giving our opinions and our take, and that's why I always stress this is our opinion. This is my take. If you feel a certain type of way, I'm not saying it's the wrong way. I'm not saying what we're saying. We're just having a discord, and I think we need to get back to that—the purity of, of of conversation and just you know discord. And so that then, so then, so
0: then maybe you'll maybe try an episode of Friends. <laughs> Fuck that shit.
1: <laughs> Fuck Friends. You know what I'm saying. My wish, my greatest wish for this 2022 Christmas is that every piece of film footage of Friends that ever existed in the world... (laughs) gets destroyed by some aliens. If they
0: did a Friends reboot and they wanted to act, they wanted to have a black guy and they casted you in it. I'll be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sorry. Code switch right away. Code switch <laughs> right, away, guys. Code switch I right got, away. I
1: got kids.
0: Like, Monica. I,
1: I, let's end the segment like this. <laughs> How's it going? This has been Three Black Guys on the Couch. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Uh, please, and if, if, if y'all doing a Friends reboot, come on, man. <laughs> I, I'll be that dude next door and be like, hey, man, y'all too loud. Something. Give me a chance, man. Please, white people. <laughs> we out. <laughs>
2: please. Uh.